Good afternoon to you and yours. Today is August 28th, 2020. You are now listening to The Crow Show. I'm your host, Torch the Poet. I do trust that your day has been great thus far. And I would like to speak about a, a topic, pardon me, that I feel um, doesn't really get discussed as much as it should. However, it does happen in the homes of so many ethnicities, pardon me for being tongue-tied, um, across our country, um, across the world as well. Um, now, basically, I'll kind of open up with where I'm, uh, I'm going with this. When I was eight years old, growing up in the village of Calumet Park, Illinois, me and a group of about four of my friends we would often walk home from school well, pardon me often walk to and from uh, school you know each day that we had school uh, in a group well this particular day the Cal Park police decided to roll up on us and told us you niggers need to break up the gang activity. And here we are, eight years old, puzzled, looking like where you see some niggers. The gang activity growing up, you know, in, in the hundreds, the wild hundreds, that didn't really bother us, though we knew that we weren't into gangs. I think what was more dynamic is that, you know, we were like, where do you see niggers? Because hell, that was not a word that was thrown at us in a way that was derogatory and meant to be harsh. So um, when I got home and I, I called my mom on the phone because she was at work um, and I got home and I called and told her what happened, she wound up calling my uncle. Uh, my uncle is a very intelligent man. Um, Uh, a strong activist um, just in tune with who he is and his energy not perfect but you know what again he's in tune with who he is and his inner energy pardon me um, so once he found out he requested that my mom bring me over to my grandmother's um, so that my uncle could have a talk with me and I think he just so happened to be in town as well around this, this time so at that point I'm going to pick up with what I wrote on Facebook sort of paying homage to my uncle um, if not paying homage to my uncle I don't know about the sort of but paying homage to my uncle um, and basically I'll, I'll just read it this is what I posted on my personal Facebook page thank you so much for believing in my method in parentheses, my podcast of bringing to the world what you taught me the day you found out that the Cal Park police called me and my boys a nigger when we were in third grade. You grabbed a dictionary, told me to look up the word and read back to you its definition. When I read back that it meant an ignorant person, looking down at me, you told me, nephew, 
You are not a nigger because you are not ignorant. Ignorant, pardon me. You are a king. I will never forget those words because that day, as I stood looking up at you in my grandmother's bedroom, I felt that you not only valued my worth, but you saw the potential of my worth in that very moment and the immediate future. Thank, excuse me. Thank you for taking the time to believe in me as an adult. I have begun to use your blessing as an investment into my podcast. Blessings in abundance to you up. And then I posted a, a, a picture or a screenshot, if you will, of what I ordered from Amazon. Now, at that moment, that that was a very pivotal moment because several things, in my opinion, took place. Number one, my uncle elected not to teach me about hate. Instead, he taught me about educating myself to the meaning the true definitive meaning of terms, labels, words, what have you. In addition, he also taught me that there's empowerment once you understand the definition of a term, label, word, what have you. Now, the reason why I feel that that moment was pivotal, my uncle could Uncle could have, pardon me, um, he could have easily, easily taught me to hate white brothers and sisters. He could have taught me to become prejudiced, become a racist. He could have taught me to retaliate with words, with hateful actions and hateful words. However, he did not do that. And where I'm going with this, I feel that another key component to ending racism, and this is, this is conducive with what I stated yesterday, um, this is another key component, you know, not teaching hate in the home, um, not showing hate on television not showing hate on social media outlets, not sharing hate through social media outlets, not recording hate. The more and more and more hatred is fed, the more momentum, the more fuel, uh, or the more, more fueled pardon me it becomes and this is happening in the homes of so many different ethnicities I apologize that I'm so tongue-tied um, but this is the passion um, but this is something that is happening on a daily basis in far too many homes across our wonderful country and again, this is happening in every ethnicity and so many homes. So nothing is going to change if nothing changes from the start. 
We have to educate each other on what it's like to be different. You know, what it's like to come from a different background, a different social setting, things of that nature. We have to educate ourselves and have these type of uh, open conversations with each other and then in turn with our our children so that we educate them properly not to hate but to embrace someone's difference to to respect and love someone's difference so it all starts in the home peace and blessings i thank you for listening you might be able to hear my canine baby kind of dreaming in the background. <laughs> uh, but I thank you for your time. And, you know, make it a point not just to put a smile on someone's face today and tomorrow, starting with your own. But, you know, make it a, a point today to educate yourself on the differences between you and, and someone outside of your ethnicity. Do yourself that favor. Have an awesome day. Peace and blessings. And I love each and every one of you, my brothers and sisters.